0: You love them, you hate them, and you can't stop talking about them. Announcers, analysts, pundits, they're all fair game. It's Sports Media Mayhem with Alex Reamer. Time to let it rip. Hello, everybody, and welcome into another edition of the Sports Media Mayhem podcast. My name is Alex Reamer coming to you today, hopefully with some Enhanced sound. Some listeners may or may not have pointed out that it sounded like I was broadcasting the last couple shows uh, from a basement or locked in a bathroom stall somewhere. Uh, so I have my regular microphone here ready to go. Little inside baseball for you. We record all these shows, not just to go to your favorite podcasting platforms, which are Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts. You know the drill. Download, listen, rate, subscribe. But we also record them via StreamYard on video, so we can tweet out fun video clips, and so I can see my guests one-on-one. It's like we're actually there together. I think that always makes for a better interview. But long story short, I had just been using my laptop microphone, so now I have my real microphone. So here we go. Hopefully, you all enjoy my uh, booming voice here today on a uh, special edition of the Sports Media Mayhem podcast. That's because we have some big Boston sports media news to discuss, and It also is national sports media news, too, since Dennis Eckersley was a national voice. He not only is a Major League Baseball Hall of Famer, uh, but he was on the uh, national MLB telecasts with CBS, uh, with TBS, rather, with TBS for the last few years. So the whole country got to hear Dennis Eckersley, which is a great thing because Eck is one of the best. And uh, he said Monday in an interview with the Boston Globe that he's retiring from Nessen. At the end of the season, he did about 75 games this year, roughly his schedule for the last couple of seasons. And Eckersley is walking away from the booth for the best reason possible. He and his wife want to move back to his native California to spend more time with their grandchildren. And that right there encapsulates one of the reasons why I have so much respect for Eckersley. The broadcasting business is filled with people who stay forever. They get those jobs and they don't give them up. And there's good reason for that. They're fun jobs. The schedule during the season is grueling, yes, but you have a lot of time to recuperate in the offseason. And there's a lot of visibility as well. They're good jobs. They are premier jobs. There are only 30 Major League Baseball teams after all, or 30 NBA teams. Roughly 30 NHL teams, NFL as we know, these national broadcasts, and even local radio broadcasts, not many opportunities available there. So once you get one of these jobs, uh you generally do all you can to hold on to them. And you don't leave until they force you out. But that's not Dennis Eckersley. Eck has never put the job ahead of his life. I mean, I'm sure Nesson would have loved it if he agreed to announce. Every single Red Sox game this season, but he didn't want to because he values his personal life above his professional life. And that's something that's a rarity in today's business. And it's one of the reasons why I really have a lot of respect for Dennis Eckersley, who is the embodiment of a great analyst. He checks all the boxes, he's funny, he's charismatic, he's knowledgeable, and perhaps most importantly, He's passionate. It was revealed in the Boston Globe article Monday, in which Eckersley announced his retirement, that he still makes the point to go home and watch the West Coast games. Think of that. Dennis Eckersley is a Hall of Famer. He's been around Major League Baseball for decades. And he still has so much passion for the game of baseball that he goes home after a full Red Sox broadcast and watches the West Coast. And you see that come out in the telecast, where Eckersley really does sound like he actually knows what he's talking about, and he actually knows about the players, who he is talking about. Again, that's something that you can't say for every analyst out there, sadly. And Eckersley will, of course, be remembered for his his exisms, high cheese, all of that. But he'll also be remembered for the fact, and I'm talking about him like, in the past tense. I'm only using that, of course, in a broadcasting sense. But as an announcer, yes, the echisms were great and his sayings were great and he was funny and he was insightful. But the fact that he was a straight shooter, I think, was his best quality as an announcer, especially for Nessen, a network that is owned and operated by the Boston Red Sox. And you just have to go back to his back and forth with David Price in the summer of 2019. I'm sure you all remember that story. Uh, Dennis Eckersley criticized the Red Sox pitching staff on a Nesson studio show. Yuck, I think, was was the line that he gave to describe the pitching staff's recent performance. David Price took issue with that, verbally confronted Eckersley on a team flight. And Eckersley didn't back down, and he didn't care. And they actually organized a meeting, the Red Sox did, So Price could apologize to Eckersley, but Eckersley didn't attend the meeting. And why didn't he attend the meeting? Because he didn't see a reason to, as he told our Rob Bradford uh, back at the time. And Rob actually replayed his interview with Eckersley on the Bradfoe show this week. That's worth checking out as well. So think of that. You have Dennis Eckersley, a team broadcaster, getting into a very public spat with David Price, the highest paid player on the team, the unequivocal ace of the team. And Eckersley does not back down. Eckersley stands his ground and tells his side of the story. Those are the actions of somebody who's confident in himself and confident in his job and confident in his status. Again, that is a rarity. And I think if I were to describe Dennis Eckersley in one word, to really encapsulate why he is such a great analyst. It's that he's a rarity, the way he prepares, the way he engages, the way he interacts with those of us who work in the media outside of the broadcast booth. He's, I have not dealt with him all that much personally, but we've messaged on Twitter a couple of times. We follow each other on Twitter and attention to things. There have been several times over the last few years where I've seen that Dennis Eckersley retweeted one of my stories. And I'm like, really? Eckersley's reading me? It shows how much the guy prepares. He reads everything and he'll be missed. He'll be greatly missed. He's a great announcer. And again, Nessen, I'm sure would have loved to have him on a full-time basis or closer to a full-time basis over the last couple years in the booth, especially with Jerry Remy's condition. But Eckersley said no. He wanted that balance. And now he's walking away to spend more time with his grandchildren, which is uh, quite admirable indeed. So hats off to Eck. We'll enjoy hearing him for the rest of this Red Sox season, given the way the Red Sox are playing. Uh, he might be the only thing left to enjoy about the Red Sox this year. And now the question is, What's next for Nessun? Given Jerry Remy's health situation over the last few years, they've had two mix and match analysts. Since Remy has not been able to do a full 162-game schedule, they've had Eckersley, they've had a few others mix and match. And this year, after Jerry's passing, Eckersley was identified as the number one car analyst. But again, because he didn't want to work every game, the Red Sox were forced to go with a mix-and-match approach. They bring in Kevin Youkilis, they bring in Kevin Millar, uh, they bring in a few others to work the booth. And it made sense to do that this year because, again, Eckersley is one of the best in the game, and you organize your schedule around his availability. But now that Eckersley is gone and the Red Sox once again entering the 2023 season will be asked, make Nesson booth. I think they should really find a color man and stick with him. And that color man should be Kevin Euclid. He hasn't been perfect, which is a knock on you. He's a broadcasting novice. That's to be expected. But he checks a lot of the boxes that I would look for if I were Nesson and I wanted a color analyst. He is a recently retired player relatively recently retired so he has firsthand knowledge about players still playing in the game managers still managing the game coaches still coaching in the game he was at the forefront of the analytics movement of course the greek god of walks we all know that so he can speak knowledgeably uh about analytics as well he's been entertaining in spots telling some good stories from his playing days He has an easy chemistry with Dave O'Brien or the other analysts who are up there when he's part of a three-man booth. He has the name cachet for the Red Sox as well. So I think Euclid would be a great choice to be a full-time analyst if he wants to do that, of course. And yeah, there may be some rough spots because again, Euclid is just starting in the job. But Jerry Remy wasn't perfect when he started in the 80s either. I mean, Eckersley started with Nesson in 2003 and didn't do much in his first few years with the network as well. So that's what happens. If you want to break in a new full-time analyst, you have to be willing to go through a few growing pains. And I think Euclid would be worth that for Nesson. And after several years of mixing and matching, and again, they had no choice given Jerry Remy's health situation, Eckersley's schedule, but... Now that they have a chance to start anew, I think they should really select a color guy and stick with him. Enough with the mixing and matching. Let's go with the team and try to develop a team and develop a following around that team too. Yuke, you already have the nickname. So sports media mayhem endorsement. Next full-time Red Sox analyst is Kevin Ukelist. And I'm very interested to ask Dave O'Brien about that, about what he sees as the best path forward for the Nesting Booth. Uh he joins me coming up in just a few moments. So very